Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Luke 6, 12-13 says, In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles. Jesus knew the Father was calling him to select men to personally disciple while he was here on earth. Yet even being the Son of God, he prayed all night long as he sought the Father's guidance on which men to choose. How do you decide to make your decisions? Do you pray really quick right before making a decision and then choose what feels right? Um, How often do you spend hours, days, weeks, or years in prayer over decisions and just wait on God to reveal to you what his will is in the matter? If your decision-making habit is to just quickly pray and then choose what feels right, it is time for a change. So Jeremiah 17, 9 tells us that our hearts are deceitful. Our feelings and emotions can change like the wind, and they're never a good thing to base decisions on. However, we know that God's will is perfect, but we need to be transformed by the renewal of our mind in order to discern what the will of God is. And he tells us that in Romans 12. You, you may lose sleep, you may set aside doing other things, but you're never going to regret a decision made when you have sought the Lord's will before you make that decision. So consider this. One of the men that Jesus chose to be his disciple was Judas Iscariot, who would later betray him. Yet that too was all within the Father's sovereignty. If Jesus was following his feelings... Do you think he would have chosen someone like Judas to be one of his disciples? Or, I mean, Matthew or Peter for that matter, a tax collector and then a fisherman who was notorious for speaking and acting before he thought. One can look at Jesus' decision and maybe feel that he wrongfully chose Judas Iscariot based on the eventual circumstances. However, considering that if you know that you followed God's will on your decisions, you'll also know that the outcome, regardless of how good or bad it feels, will all be used for your good and God's sovereign over it all. When you consider that Jesus prayed ever so fervently, maintaining that communication with the Father so that he would do or say whatever the Father willed, then as his ambassador, we should be following in his footsteps when we make the decisions in our own lives. We have countless examples in the Bible of people making decisions without talking to God first and seeking his will, and it was disastrous. For example, numerous times Israel had made decisions about war and going into war without seeking God first. And in 1 Samuel 4, they again did not seek God and decided instead to make the decision to go into battle against the Philistines And in essence, like, take God with them by bringing the Ark of the Covenant into battle. The consequence 
was another defeat in war against the Philistines and then also losing the Ark of the Covenant to the Philistines. Yet in the times when they did seek God first, he would fight for them and bring them victories his way or just guide them otherwise. So prayerful consideration and decision-making shouldn't just be for the big decisions in your life, but for every single decision. Because God cares about you and, and he cares about your life and he wants what's best for you, but you have to give him that opportunity to speak to you in the decision that you're looking to make before you make it. So choose today to give the Father his time to reveal his will to you by seeking him in prayer, and then rest in whatever answer he gives you, remembering that he is sovereign and good. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.